Swapping Shifts, the only podcast where uh, we tell you not to vote. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, oh, wow. Special guest. Uh, would have been on earlier. Had some tef- technical difficulties. The one and only Cass- Evan the Cast Man Cassidy over here. Fuck yeah, dude. We're at the FYN Studios. Fuck yeah, Nation Studios. My Th- thanks for letting us uh, crash the pad. Yeah, pad crashing. We went from uh, doing it on Zoom. We had some, some issues, so now we're doing it outside zoom into shrooming you know <laughs> doing it yeah um yeah, we were talking a little bit before but uh, i yeah i just got back from jury duty today that's crazy oh man i was surprised it was in person wow that it was it was actually socially distant there's chairs were spread out everyone was wearing masks but uh i was surprised you know i i, I, I dressed up a little bit you know put a nice little black collared shirt on <laughs> yeah, i'm going to a courthouse right yeah Dude, there's yeah. people showing up with uh, sw- sweatpants and uh, hoodies and beanies. Yeah, you left your shank at home. <laughs> didn't didn't bring. <laughs> yeah, no, that they actually took that in the weapon screening uh, to get in. <laughs> it was like TSA going in there. Have you ever, have you ever gone in the courthouse like that? <laughs> well, unfortunately, I've been to a few courthouses in my day. Oh, All that's right. right. Oh, yeah, we can we can get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Whoops. I've done jury. I've had jury duty uh, a couple times. You ever get selected? I don't. I don't think I. God, man, it's. Uh, I think. Or you just taking the uh, the not, juror, you know, I've the never, juror uh, sworn in. You know, you can't say anything. I've uh, never taken it very sat, seriously. Yeah, I confuse jury duty with traffic school because I've mm, done traffic school mm. quite a few times. No, dude, this was. Uh, I so I got there at eight a.m. Didn't get called, and finally at eleven forty-five, almost four hours later, they're like they called my name and like a couple other people, like, oh yeah, like you didn't get selected, you're good to go. So I just, it was just adult detention. I just sat oh. there for four hours. I've done that. So I have done that. I, ha- I have had to go in. Um, but uh, yeah, I've never, like, I've never sat and listened to a trial yeah, or yeah. whatever. I didn't get selected. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah, that is, that blows my mind. I got hit up for jury duty, um, I think, in at the end of March. And mm-hmm. I, I was freaking out about yeah, that. Yeah, I was yeah. like, ah, oh, COVID's just starting. And so I, I, well, they, I know they were doing zoom court for a while. Wow, man. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was like some cases, uh, great TV show, zoom court. <laughs> well, <laughs> judge Judy on zoom. Um, <laughs> now I remember watching, uh, uncle Tito's story. Shout out uncle Tito. And he was oh, like, yeah, he had some, some legal troubles going on and he was recording the zoom during the whole thing. It's pretty entertaining. I was wa- pretty much watching a TV show. I was, yeah. I was glued to the yeah. gram. OC Insta news, man. Yeah, shout out. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we recorded before, but we, we'll recap some stuff we recorded, but, uh, I, uh, mentioned before we did a, we did a road gig about, that was probably a year ago now, wasn't it? It was probably a year ago. Yeah. Year, uh, maybe last, yeah, probably around this time, yeah. October, yeah, September, yeah. October. Where was that? Uh, we, we went to uh, Tehachapi. We went to Tehachapi, California. Yeah, which I'd never even heard of before. I didn't even know it was a place. Yeah, a lot is Tehachin <laughs> in Tehachapi. You know, I think uh, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, so when we went, there was a big fire uh, yeah, on the five, which is a big major freeway. Uh huh. And so we ended up having to take. We the, like went up like up the mountain. The, well, we took the two uh, <laughs> through Los Angeles National Forest, which right now is st- is has is been on close? fire for a month. Oh, still? Yeah, that's where the that, we went right through where the bobcat fires were. Sheesh. Yeah. So yeah, we were we were going through there, and there was just we were. I think it was supposed to take about four hours, and I think it took like seven or eight. Well, 
Well, no, I think it was supposed to take about two and a half hours or two hours, but it ended up taking about, it took about four and a half or five. Oh, really? I really felt so much longer. I don't think it took seven, uh, but I could be wrong. I mean, we, we ended up making it there. Well, so well, and then the funny thing is we got there and the show hadn't even started yet. <laughs> like, no, no, no. The show, remember that? Remember that oh, had that, it started? Yeah, because uh, so the guy was hitting you up and he was like, hey, where are you? And I remember uh, there was like no service. So like yeah well throughout because yeah you you're, you're uh, literally we in a, ma- th- a mountain yeah we went through Los Angeles National Forest so um, so you had, we had no service oh, and, yeah uh, I remember there was like this uh, dude that, I think he had been going I think he had been on for like forty minutes yeah I was supposed to close out the show mm-hmm. and then I guess you were you were the feature you were I'm, oh, I know you were the feature you were the feature. yeah yeah yeah, Brand, yeah. Brandon Bryan uh, legendary <laughs> feature all over. Tehachapi, you know, well, so uh, I didn't know. I had, <laughs> that's where my cousin lives. Uh, there you go. So I had never even heard of the place, and I was like, oh, this is going to be so fun. It was It was still. It was kind of your first road gig, right? First uh, out-of-town gig? Yeah, at least. Well, we did the Oregon show. Oh, earlier, yeah, yeah. But true, uh, true. I mean, this is, this is definitely. How like, could I forget? Come on. Which uh, we actually talked about last episode uh, <laughs> with the uh, Funny Uncle Boys. There we uh, go. If you want to hear a recap of that. Actually, uh, launch into the top three most played uh, episodes so far <laughs> so bragging over yeah here. i know uh but um so yeah the guy like so the guy went super long this guy I forget, he was like this old you, i think you like had you're like this guy's like a road dog he's like this older black guy um he had been going like super long because we hadn't shown up yeah there were there were two different kind of road dogs mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. went on and each probably did 40 Mm-hmm. So I mean, and I then wanna... you did an hour, and then I did ten. <laughs> did I do an hour? I think I, I, think did, a, did, I think close. did a half hour. Oh, did you? Okay. I think. Uh, yeah, I want to say that I maybe did less than than the guy before. I don't know. I think I think I, mean, I, I was scheduled to do a half hour or. Uh, well, because Rob he... was supposed to come with us too, but he had yeah, to bail. I think he said something like, "Oh, you made the right choice." <laughs> it was a fun. It was still fun though. I mean, I I had a good time. I I remember I met some. Uh, I Dude, met... they were digging it. They were digging it. There was one part. I remember I said something, something about Asians that was, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like bag on Asians or anything, Mm -hmm. but I just said something about Asians and, you know, it's a small town. It's definitely probably kind of conservative. Oh, for sure. For sure. Kind of rural, uh, California, you know, Bakersfield. I mean, it's like a J Bakersfield's already pretty. Well, I think they made Bakersfield look like a a big town. Oh yeah. They, they may, they may, they're. They they call Bakersfield Seattle, you, all right? See, <laughs> Bakersfield is the Seattle of Tehachapi. Do you remember uh, what the venue was called? Because I remember it was like called like it's like Red Barn Inn or something like that, like something like that. And oh, I don't remember. I at didn't all. know. What, I didn't know what to expect. And when we got there, it was like pitch black. And I remember it was like this like ho dunky. You know, no offense to them, but little small town. Yeah, it, like it looked like a barn it that did had look been like converted a into yeah, a like a big bar or something. Yeah, yeah. And we show up, and it was kind of like a movie. And like I just kind of like played it out in a movie. Like we showed up, and then the guy who was dude, the guy who was running the show. What's his name? I forget. I don't remember. But uh, uh, Alex. So he shows I up. Want, I don't want to throw him under the no, bus. No, no, no. Super nice guy. Though he might live under a bus for all I know. <laughs> so, so we show up, and like I th- I'm pretty sure he's like pretty drunk by the time we show up, and uh, <laughs> he's like, all right, is, this, is this good? Is this good going on? I'm like, and like literally, we just showed up, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna let this guy. You're gonna be on. And I was like, he's like, I'm like, all right. He's like, he's like, how long you do? He's, first of all, he asked me how long I'm gonna do. I was like, oh, I'll do whatever, you know. Well, it's always, yeah, it's always great when <laughs> a booker asks you, well, how much time would you like to do? Yeah, and I was, I was just happy to do it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll do Alex, whatever. if Alex is listening, I thought, 
well, even if he isn't listening, Alex is a good guy. No, no, he's, he was super. He, run, he runs a couple shows in that area. He was super. They're nice. always they're always really fun. I've had some good times with him, man. Um, he's a trooper. But uh, so, so yeah, he's a little bit buzzed, and he's like, he's like, uh, so I'm like, uh, how about ten? He's like, I remember he was like, if you got ten minutes, and I was like, yeah, 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 and he's like, all right, I'm gonna light you, like, you better not go over, and I was just like, he was like, you know, and then I was like, oh shit, this guy's serious. He's like, he's like, no, I'm fucking with you, and I was like, oh okay, like all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, would say that's more cocaine then. <laughs> then. <laughs> so then, so then, you know, he lights the guy. I go up, like literally within five minutes of uh of being there it was fun those people dude the, that was the thing i like kind of like liked about that small town was those people were they were there like they i got off stage they they, they thought i was like pete davidson like someone <laughs> after the show well, I, I don't think that, they definitely don't know who pete <laughs> davidson is or, or so i don't know like whoever <laughs> he's on snl he's channel four they, they thought you were uh <laughs> yeah maybe uh i don't know but, Foxworthy, uh, <laughs> like, you kind of look like Jeff Foxworthy's <laughs> nephew. It literally did feel like we weren't in California. No, I know. Well, that's that's most of California too. I mean, that's the funny thing is, yeah, most, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mo- yeah. the whole Central Valley, which stretches on forever, it's uh, it's a different vibe, you know. And um, I'm for it. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I love doing comedy out there. I, I would. Yeah, one of my favorite places to do comedy, just in like random, oh yeah, random towns in the middle, uh, the middle of the state. But I remember, yeah, that that place. I remember they had the water they gave us was oh, slightly yeah. red, and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. give us this big kind of explanation, <laughs> like, oh yeah, you know, we have raspberry iced tea, and it bleeds into the. It bleeds into the water like, oh, well. I, I totally forgot that, about that. that. Yeah. I, I'm not concerned then. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not concerned at all that anything else is washing into the water. <laughs> if if iced tea can bleed into it, then what else could bleed? I to- oh, Mike, I totally forgot about that. So, yeah, it was like in the white styrofoam cups. And um, uh, so I get off and then uh, I think another guy did like 20 or 30. And then, um, and then you went up. And, uh, dude, yeah, they were, it was just funny because, like, you know, you're, like, fuck, yeah, surfer vibes, and you were totally – you're bringing different vibes to their town, you know? Yeah, they got pretty into it. And, yeah. And yeah, I remember yeah. I remember there was a lady in the audience that knew a mutual friend of mine, Jim, Jimmy Calloway, shout-outs, top Jimmy. But, uh, yeah, generally in those smaller towns, you know, doing stand-up on the road and stuff uh, – you know, when you're in LA, everybody's so jaded. They're they're uh, they're all actors. Mm-hmm. So they're all mm-hmm. sons of actors. You know, they're they're loaded. They're, they're, all, the, they're they, all Adam Sandler's nephew. They're Adam Sandler's <laughs> nephew cousin. <laughs> you know, their dad was the mayor of Minneapolis, <laughs> and uh, or maybe I shouldn't have said Minneapolis. It's probably a little, uh, turbulent times. <laughs> but you know, they, they're from. It's like Midwestern royalty moves out. I, I mean, feel like they're more real people. Yeah, in well, a way. Oh well, in the middle of the state, yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of like drags and losers and oh yeah, for sure, um, deplorables <laughs> that that move out to Hollywood too. It's not just you know the, uh, but yeah, there's just a different vibe. I mean, everybody's so jaded. Every, everybody takes live entertainment for granted. I mean, they take you know, a lot of stuff for granted. In, yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, even Orange, I mean, well, Orange County to some extent, you know, you find that doing bar gigs and stuff and doing the clubs in Orange County, people are excited about live entertainment and mm-hmm. they, they kind of have a, a respect for the fact that you're getting up there and doing it. And You know, what's you funny know. is, uh, shout out Dan from the Amazing Comedy Theater. <laughs> he actually told me, he would tell me every single night uh, when uh, Comedy Theater was open, he would actually say, 
that people in Orange County don't respect the stage. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. Always, you would always say that. He'd say, people in Orange County don't respect the stage. So, 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 <laughs> someone says, you say a joke someone doesn't like, they're going to come out and punch you in the face. <laughs> that was his big thing. Well, you're you're going to get punched in the face. And I was like, how many times have you been punched in the face doing comedy? <laughs> you know, it, it's. I, I do think it is good to know that can happen. You oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. I've sure. definitely, I have definitely had people uh, rush the stage at me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I've been... Uh, Nine, I mean, uh, well, what, now would have been, uh, yeah, I guess nine years of doing stand-up. Every I'm sure n- someone's rushed to Gallagher's once or twice. Has anyone? Gallagher's, yeah, and then there was also, mo- Gallagher's, there was more so offstage stuff yeah, where people would kind yeah, of be like, yeah. wait, get out of my way, or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, um, but uh, um, at, uh, yeah, random shows, yeah, people um, people who would get offended or whatever, um, or not even that, just people who were just, they were, it was mostly just drugs and alcohol, where yeah, people yeah, were yeah, drunk yeah. out of their mind, and so they, they'd... The whole reason I did want to bring up that story was uh, just to say that uh, after I, after the show, a very nice woman uh, and her husband came up to me and said, who's your agent? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but they did, they were like, they're like, oh my God, who's your agent? I was like, what? <laughs> they're like, yeah, like you must... <laughs> They like that's what I was saying. They thought I was like some like they just like so amazed, and I was like, <laughs> "Lady, please, I'll hire you to come to every gig for the rest of my life." Yeah, you could bullshit your way through that too. I oh, could, yeah. yeah, I could have asked. Just said Preston Smothers. Yeah, Preston Smothers, <laughs> man, press me. Yeah, like what do they know? All the agents are <laughs> like, "Oh, we subscribe to you know uh, Management Weekly magazine, uh, the industry magazine." Oh, um, one more thing I do remember about that show is that. Uh, that same guy, the booker, came up to me and he's like, he's like, all right, I can't pay you. And I was like, that's that's fine, dude. Like, don't worry. And he's like, but I'll give you a, he's like, I, ju- I just made these these THC carts. Oh, I'll give you man. one. And for context, this is about the same time last year when all was, it was in the news. Remember, remember when this was the news? When people were, oh, uh, all these kids were dying from making their own THC cards. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I didn't want to be like a dick. And I, so I was like, ah, oh, no, it's okay, man. Like, you're, don't even worry about it. Like, don't trip. And then he's like, oh, but you smoke weed though, right? I, sh- I should have said no. Uh, but he's like, oh, I'll give you this. I just clipped uh, some weed. Like, he like grew his own weed and he like clipped it and he just handed it to me. And I just remember it being like the worst. I was like, I'm not putting that in my body. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, so I just took it and I was just like, oh, like, you know, I kind of felt bad because he, he was like, I feel like he felt bad because he's like, oh, I'm like, I'm not gonna pay you, but like, I'm, let me give you something. This was one of those things where I was like, I'll just, I'll just take it, and then I, I think I threw it away when I got home. It's <laughs> wild, man. Good times though, man. You know, pre yeah. pre pre COVID times. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't I'm it a- funny, like? kind of like during that you're like oh what a hell gig now we're like oh i'd love to do that again <laughs> well i had a, i had a great time no, doing I mean, that oh, yeah. i mean it, I, I uh so did i i mean i don't want to say like that but you know what i mean like it, it, it wasn't that it was definitely it was definitely an experience oh but, for sure but it's good um i always like that just getting out of your shell a little bit you know like getting out of um it always kind of puts things in perspective traveling which is sort of an unfortunate thing of the 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 times right now it's a little bit harder to travel you know i mean some people are out there doing it but um just got back from Arizona yeah, last week. <laughs> you're doing it um we're uh we're sitting uh 69 feet apart but no man i mean uh i always liked uh any doing... other uh, hell gigs from the road anything oh share? yeah yeah man i mean i used to go out and uh just where's do... the farthest you've gone 
comedy? Um, I'm, I, I mean, you know, not really. Uh, well, I, I, we did a festival out in Utah. I oh, mean, I, was, I, I've, uh, I've been out to New York. I've been out to Austin, Chicago, San Francisco. Um, you know, San um, Francisco mics and scene is interesting. Yeah, when I, I did a show in Dublin as well. Oh yeah, uh, Dublin, Ireland, not uh, not Dublin, uh, Ohio, or anything. <laughs> um, so I've I've done I've tr- I've done a little tr- like gigs out while I was traveling, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of set up a little run in Austin where I did oh, a bunch yeah? of shows, um, but three or four years back. Um, but driving wise, you know, we drove out to the um the the festival in Salt Lake and did some shows. But um, I guess like driving like. For a one nighter, one gig, probably um, this. I did this show up in uh, God. I forget the name of the town. Wow, wow, man, the name will come to me in a second. But it it was it was in Amador County. Shout outs to Robert Amador. It's Amador, Amador, yeah. Amador County. I'm, I'm actually Where's gonna. That? I'm gonna text Eiches, uh, my homie, because he would know the name of the town. But um, it was this hotel. In uh, this little town of probably about two thousand people, like an old uh, gold rush, gold mining. Is town. it like northern or central? Northern, yeah, northern. Uh, okay. Past Sacramento. Oh wow! So probably like a. Did you do that for a one nighter? We did a one nighter up there. I think, if I remember correctly, um, we might have done some shows along the way. I, I think we, I think we went to Fresno first because mm-hmm. uh, each is he's from Fresno, mm-hmm. and we did a show there, and then we went up to Amador County, and then we came back. Mm. Um, but, uh, it was this little town up there, um, and, uh, hotel, they got a conference room where they had a show and, uh, all, you know, the average age was probably like 65. Like there was a bunch of people that were like in their seventies, eighties, couple people that were in their maybe forties or fifties, maybe one or two kids. Um, what was the name of that town in Amador County? But it was funny. We got there early, and uh, this we went to this bar, and this couple was telling us all these ghosts. They were like ghost hunters, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this town's haunted. This hotel's haunted. Everything's haunted." Uh, and they were telling all these stories, all these like haunted places they'd been to. And uh, so, like that night, Ichis and I were so terrified. We were like so freaked out by mm-hmm. the whole hotel room. We. Uh, yeah, we were uh, shivering uh, in our gym jams. Dude, I remember uh, my senior year, me and my buddies. So, uh, you know how like they do like that senior night thing in high school? Like you stay over at the gym and everything, and they don't, they basically they they don't want you to like do drugs and stuff. Um, uh, but to me and my buddies, we're like, have you ever heard of Black Star Canyon? Oh yeah, yeah. So got to watch out for that. Well, so yeah, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, where it's like it's here. It's, it's I don't know what. Is it like Irvine area? Where is that? Yeah, know. it's uh, God, what is it? Is like Tribuco or somewhere? Yeah, Tribuco, kind of the Tribuco Canyon area. Um, I think it's like, uh, but it's like, like notorious Cleveland National Forest. I think it's, it's notorious called. for being like kind of like a, like a Satanist. Yeah, supernatural. Area. Yeah, um, there was uh, supposedly a uh, massacre. Uh, a Spanish, uh, the Spaniards massacred. Uh, you know some of the Native Americans out oh, there. Oh, I didn't even know that. I don't know the exact history of it. I, I, so it w- we would be something to, to uh, look into. We went to go. We we're like, oh, let's let's go to Black Star Canyon. So it was like midnight, and uh, it's all my buddies. We just graduated. We're pumped, and we're like, let's do it. Let's do it. One of my buddies like beat up Camry. We go <laughs> up there, and uh, I'm in the passenger, and then we, we we pull up, and it's like no trespassing, and we're like, all right, whatever. And it's like 
no seriously turn like there was these signs that was like no seriously turn around uh, and it had like a, a, a bullet hole in it like a metal sign <laughs> and I was like dude we can't do it dude we can't do it I totally bitched out and I freaked out and I made my buddy turn around I was like dude we can't man we can't cause I was I was like I'm not getting out of the car like oh that. yeah I've been up there I've never been there at night it, but, this is um, like midnight oh yeah 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 I know um uh yeah, actually, uh, my buddies on the Wall Breakers podcast that I produce here at the studio, they have some stories of Blackstar because they're all from like Orange, Santa mm-hmm. Ana kind of area near that. And so they have some stories of going there, that seeing some gnarly stuff. My sister, my sister too, she swears she saw some uh, or heard or overheard or saw um, some uh, crazy supernatural stuff there. Obviously, this is a... Uh swapping shifts that was some fun stories we did a i guess technically uh that was a job uh, i got paid in a <laughs> fake weed or shitty weed um, uh. but uh last time we, so basically you i mean pre-covid rp for a living pretty much correct me if i'm wrong just ran rooms and shows and made a living yeah doing I, comedy that way i made a living uh gathering people in closed spaces uh <laughs> In high quantities and closed spaces, and uh, for those of you who don't know, Castman built up one of the. Uh, it was voted the best place to do comedy in twenty eighteen, nineteen. Yep, yep. Anchor one Bar. Yeah, Anchor yeah Bar. I believe twenty eighteen. Um, we were voted the best comedy venue in Orange County by going up, by uh, OC Weekly. Actually, both RIP. Right, <laughs> OC Weekly. About a year and, later, yeah. OC Weekly folded and. Uh, a little little while after that, uh, the uh, America folded. <laughs> America got shut, and got uh, shut, uh, got the lockdown, and then yeah, Anchor Bar. But for perspective, you were running up against Spray Improv, Irvine Improv. Yeah, yeah. Another room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won't be named. Um, oh, we can name them all, but uh, uh, but uh, it doesn't. It's you know, uh, it, it was kind of a. I think part of it was vote, and then part of it was uh which yeah actually i think irvine improv won the reader vote but then i think the editor's vote was oh hell yeah was uh anchor bar so and i don't know who, who exactly was it was the editor, uh, but. it was a special place that's where we met um yeah you know we did a comedy every monday um and uh you know little 50 seat room we would pack it out every monday and uh yeah i i for about the last nine years, I would host uh, comedy shows. I would book shows. I'd, you know, different venues, bars, theaters, you know, breweries, whatever. Clubs. Comedy, comedy clubs. clubs. And uh, all that doesn't exist anymore, you know. But Yeah, you gave me uh, you gave me the first taste of uh, the club scene. You oh, know? yeah. Brea, yeah. Brea Improv. And, 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 and yeah. Irvine. Yeah, it wasn't even now they're doing drive-through shows, you know, oh, yeah. you parking lot uh parking lot pimp. Let's just say uh comedy's gotten so bad that uh, I keep getting emails about Carlos Mencia doing gigs, uh, driving gigs. So that's for the yeah. state of comedy. The, is. Me- the meek shall inherit the earth. <laughs> um but yeah, I just uh we we were talking about uh last time it was a, it was a great uh little segment, but uh what was your process of going into these places, especially the ones that were not necessarily comedy venues and trying to convince them to get a show running yeah i well i grew up playing in uh in bands and uh so it was it was kind of similar to that you know you would go to a venue and get your band booked there but um you know you have all these kind of little 
dive bars in Orange County and in different spots. And so um, a lot of them have like uh, used to have a karaoke night or, you know, a a band. Yeah, trivia night, a cover band night or like a local, you know, local bands would get kind of what would be called a residency where they would play, you know, once a month or something. Every every second Sunday, you know, the second and fourth Sunday and they'd get some friends to open the show or something. And, uh, you know, you're, you're just, you're basically, uh, just in the business of trying, you know, the leverage you have is that this is some, some bar that is, uh, kind of poorly run and, uh, (laughs) you know, doesn't have a, a lot of foot traffic. And so you're kind of telling them, Hey, we're going to do a comedy show. We're going to bring in a audience. We're going to offer something new to your bar and, uh, you'll hopefully, hopefully be able to get them wasted, you know, and, uh, maybe even, uh, yeah. Um, you know, maybe sell them some shrooms. No, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so I would kind of just look around for different venues at, at the time. There weren't a ton of, uh, comedy venues in orange County. So, um, uh, I would kind of, oh, I think you got a little mosquito biter. I mean, kick your yeah, little ankle biter going around here. They, they like your tat work, you know, they're going after it. <laughs> But yeah, I would, uh, I'd kind of just ask him like, oh, have you ever had comedy here before? Because some, some of the places would react negatively to comedy. They're like, oh, we had a guy who, you know, Ronnie Ballbag used to run a show and, uh, the comics were terrible. And well, I remember, uh, for a brief, brief, brief moment about, uh, almost two years ago now. Jeez, that's crazy to think about. But, uh, I co-hosted a show at this bar and, I kind of felt some sort of responsibility for the comics because they're only there because of what we're doing. Yeah. And, you know, free speech. You, I mean, I, you could say whatever you want, but it's just weird when you're like, you're the guy that's bringing these people into the bar. And one, one instance, we literally had this uh, black comic. It's okay. Cause he was black, <laughs> but uh, we had these, you know, these people were not necessarily into the show, and he just went off on them and started screaming at them and calling them the n-word um like 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 crazy like i mean it, i mean it was funny to the comics it was absolutely hilarious but at the same time i was like looking at the bartender and i was like Oosh, this isn't a good look <laughs> yeah you know it's very tribal the um the bar scene you know mm-hmm. it's uh, it's clicky it's it's tribal it's uh you know, there's a bar, you know, Silky Sullivan's down the street from here. That's like high school reunion for me. Oh, yeah. It was always, it was always kind of high school reunion. And, uh, it's not unlike high school, you know, you have the group of drinkers there and some people make that their life, their, mm-hmm. their life mm-hmm. outside of work is, uh, throwing them back at the bar and, and yeah. chopping it up. And, you Nothing know, wrong with that. it's easy to look down on that. You know, like there, there's a lot of, uh, some people look down on that. It's like, Oh, it's a bunch of losers. <laughs> you know? I mean, I've definitely done comedy in these bars and people like oh look at these losers i'm like no we're the losers <laughs> we're, we're, well exactly like we're, we're going there it's all who you're it's yeah, all perspective <laughs> exactly I, I think uh you know a lot of you know when you're young and yeah you're trying to do some artistic pursuit you think everybody is gonna pat you on the back or for you think it. everything everyone owes you something yeah exactly there's, there's kind of an element of uh entitlement in that but you know i learned to sort of respect the whole uh culture of that which um i mean it's parts of it are disgusting you know the whole bar scene you know it's a lot of drunk old dudes who are ripping you know ripping ass you know (laughs) practically shitting their pants drunk at at, but 
but you know you have different care you, you meet different characters and and but uh you got to be kind of cognizant of that you know i mean th- th- these venues these these bars have like a existing clientele that supports the place some of them have an entitlement about that you know mm-hmm. it's like you show up you know it's like hey we're doing our comedy night for the first time here and it's like you know a bunch of loudmouth comics show up which yeah. i mean usually comics are loud and, yeah. and they have no concept they're don't understand social cues at all they, they mm-hmm. walk into just they walk into a starbucks at one in the afternoon on a sunday talking about you know their jerk off habits you know it's like they have no self-awareness yeah. and um so you know some guy who's sitting there who's been drinking there forever he's like oh, i've spent i've spent five thousand dollars at this bar. yeah yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> you know yeah. I, I've, I've paid this bar's rent for a year but um you know, so I that was something I learned early on. You know, I would get these nights going, these uh, events, these these shows going at these bars, and uh, yeah, the comics. There would be a clash, a civilization clash. You know, you I would, think uh, uh, Anchor Bar though was like the best. It was just like a different uh, environment. Well, you, you also you had an, an upstairs area. That's true. So it That's was true. the. Um, you could leave the show if you wanted to. The showroom was downstairs, so you had an upstairs bar too. So people that maybe didn't want to hear the comedy but still wanted a drink, they could go upstairs. Mm-hmm. They had they had a choice. Yeah. So yeah. they weren't they weren't like That's being cute. held. Yeah, they weren't being held hostage and by the, the comedy. Room was tight enough, and for uh, the ceilings were low enough, and yeah, oh yeah, it was just. Uh, I, I learned to start looking for that, you know, because I, I I started hosting these shows at these like sports bars you know i mean poorly like set up i mean you know one i I remember i did one and the bar itself was probably like something like you know like 90 feet by like 25 feet like it was super long Mm -hmm. it's like a rec long rectangle you know i started to learn like okay you really want like a, a a tight packed close you know basically everything is bad for covid you want that unfortunately yeah but you know it it's it is funny because um I think there's also a lot of um there's a lot of psychology that goes into like how a uh, a comedy club is set up and part of it is like where the tables are sat you know and like having the chairs face the stage mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that, that was something that I'd always learn you know normally at Anchor Bar the chairs would be like around a table you mm-hmm. know and they'd be facing in every direction and every you know. Every Monday around five, you know, five fifty, I'd go. I would, I would turn all the chairs facing the stage because you find that, like, if the chairs weren't facing the stage, people would just sit with their backs to the show. Yeah, even people, yeah, even yeah. people that were watching the show, they just wouldn't even think about it, like, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, some of these outdoor shows that we've been doing during COVID, uh, they are actually set up pretty well, and you know, there's some thought that's been put into it, but it, it is more, you know, outdoor shows are, are all right. It, it is more ideal to have it indoors and, you know. Not to get all uh, nostalgia porn, but, uh, <laughs> dude, I remember my first time, uh, I think it was like, I was like five, four months in. I didn't really know where to do comedy. And I think I was like, found like the Anchor Bar comedy page. It was probably Frank running the page. It might've been you, but it was the Instagram. And I like liked one of the pictures and like someone sent me a DM like, hey, send us your avails or whatever. And uh, I got an email. I was like, oh, you're booked. And I was like, holy shit. Like, oh, my God. Like, this is crazy. Uh, like, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, man, it was, yeah. Was, I met someone. Yeah, that, that probably would have been, that would have been me that sent that for sure. But I was like, oh, oh, my God. Like, I was just, like, tripping. And uh, 
Yeah, I met some uh, met some uh, met some of the homies there. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, I, I tried to run it like Amway, you know, like uh, a pyramid scheme, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the that was kind of the thing. Um, you know, uh, you need uh, with these like with re- with areas like Orange County. Orange County is close enough to LA where we'll get some talent, you know, some comics, whatever coming mm-hmm. down from LA. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the people that come out and support the, like the audience, you know, are obviously local, but the comics are, were mostly local. And, you know, Mondays at Orange County, you know, uh, anchor bar, we'd go from six to midnight and sometimes uh, longer. Yeah. And, you know, you would get, I, I kind of learned to sort of arrange the show where I would kind of sandwich, like put a new guy up, you know, put a more experienced guy, you know, so the new guy goes up there, he shits the bed and then <laughs> the more, wrong with that. Yeah, all well, then the, the more experienced guy kind of cleans up that. So it's like the audience is watching the net and then another new guy goes up the audience in their mind as the new guys on stage, like, okay, I think I'm going to, it's about time to leave. Yeah. Yeah. But then they're, they're, they're drunk and they're tired. They don't want to get up and move. So, but then the new guy gets off stage and then a funnier guy goes, you know, mm-hmm. a more experienced guy goes up mm-hmm. and, and Makes them laugh, and then they're like, "They're like, okay, I think I'm gonna stick around longer." You know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they, they kind of wipe psychology. away the cognitive dissonance. Uh, but uh, you know, and then a lot of the newer guys, you know, trying out stand up for the first time, they'll 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 tell you know they'll they'll message all their Facebook friends, oh, get yeah. the crowd out. Oh, yeah. So I learned it was good, just always getting new blood in the mix, and um, and it also just you that's know, why uh, I think people liked it because they're so inviting, you know. Well, I I lo- and. and you know, personally, I kind of always thought, yeah, like I, I I went to um, I went to all sorts of different open mics around you know different parts of SoCal and you know different clubs, and you go to some of these spots, these like hipster type joints. Everybody's like got their leather jacket, smoking a cigarette, and no one's like making eye contact yeah, with you. Yeah, Everybody, yeah. everybody's like, oh, hey, man, I'm I, you, you just want you to know I'm the king of Whittier, okay? Like, <laughs> so. You know, just experiencing that, I'm like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I started, and I started doing this when I was about 25. So it was like, you know, I'm, I'm past that point in my development, mm-hmm. you know, to where I don't need to be like the cool kid. Like, I, I want to create just an atmosphere that, like, I, I want the lunatics, I want the weirdos. I, yeah, I, the ego is uh, not your amigo. It's not your amigo, man. It, it, it'll it creep up. Be. It'll <laughs> creep up on you. But um. Yeah, I, I always wanted everybody, like the lunatics, the weirdos, the freaks, and uh, it, it's like everybody brought something to the table, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Well, that's, how, uh, that's actually how we met because, uh, you know, I was a hungry, younger comic than I am right now, uh, and uh, not going to lie, I saw, I was like, this guy is funny, he he runs shows, let's, let's get in with this guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like so nervous and I was like, oh, hey, uh, yes, yeah, you do the show at Gallagher's. Uh, you know, if you ever need help promoting it, I live there. What? Well, <laughs> what a fucking stupid question. <laughs> Don't ever talk to me. Get out of my face. <laughs> but th- oh, by the way, you smell bad. I mean, that's how a lot of bookers <laughs> act. <laughs> these, guys who, these guys who run a one-nighter in, uh, you know, Santa Barbara. I'm not talking about anybody in particular. But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? Except for you, Todd. No, I'm uh, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I, I want you to travel the globe, <laughs> do stand up in every town, every city for for ten years, and then come back and talk to me, dude, okay? You, uh, dude, you want to you want to do my show? How long have you been doing comedy, bro? <laughs> you, you need six years minimum. Yeah, that's a, six years minimum is probably actually a good standard to set for a show, <laughs> to be honest. 
But yeah, I mean, well, the thing like Orange County, you know, a bar show in Orange County where not to mention that a lot of these bars have a high expectation of just like, oh, I, I expect Wednesday nights at 11 p.m. to be standing room only. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. this high expectation of like, you know, so you got you to gotta get feet through the door. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I also like I think um, I kind of had a different approach uh, in terms of like uh, I, I tried to be more welcoming than most. Yeah. I, I don't know that I always did that. I mean, I, at times, I think when I was younger and when I drank a lot more, <laughs> uh, I, I definitely had a shorter fuse <laughs> and uh, um, uh, I thought my ego was more of my amigo. <laughs> um, and so um, there were certain things that got on my nerves. Everybody's, you know, every booker, every uh, producer booker is different. So they, they have the, they all have their weird sets of rules yeah. and they're, they're all OCD. They're all like, you know, so there were definitely little things that would get on my nerves that I didn't. And, you know, ultimately I, I think, yeah, you kind of like people with a similar personality type and, you know, um, basically, uh, I guess what I'm saying is advice, it's not even like a comic advice, which definitely helped me and, you know, we became friends, but uh, just, I guess, life advice in general. If you're ever going to approach someone cold, cold calling someone, it's just like my aspect was like, well, let me, let me, let me help this. Let me do this guy a service. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's the bring, old. Uh, bring something to the table. Yeah. You never never come to someone's house empty handed. Yeah, you know? bring, bring the handle of uh, Jack Daniels, you know, that that's the old. I mean, that used to always be my buddies, you know, we were going to a party in college. It'd always be like, you know, get a, bring a bottle of Jack to the yeah, party, yeah, bring yeah, something yeah. to the table. You know, you don't want to be the guy showing up like, dude, can I eat all your ho-hos? And well, yeah, if you, I mean, even if you're like, unless you're like the world's sickest dude, like, I mean, <laughs> if you keep like, yeah, this guy's, you know, it's taken, 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 you know, yeah. everyone's got to do their little part, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, it definitely, uh, well, cause also too, I mean, there's that delusion where I think, yeah, when, you know, when you enter a new realm, you uh you don't know what you're doing but <laughs> yeah you know, i think a lot of people they uh they think they, know they, they think they might think they know what they're doing and, and so that can prevent you from learning and stuff so you, you know if you kind of come in come into it humble and and try to be observant try to try to learn stuff from people you know it it ends up helping you out and you you, you know you uh, you build you grow from there yeah but, i mean uh, that, that's a comic advice it's good life, to find life good to find mentors people that are doing the type of thing you want to do and, yeah. and approach them and, yeah. uh, you know, do the damn thing. DT, DT <laughs> doing it. Um, yeah. So we, we're, oh man, yeah, that's a base. Like what else of a, have you ever had like a, I don't think I've ever, have you ever had like an office job or like a, like a warehouse job or uh cause I mean, you kind of seem like you're, you know, you're, you're living the life, you know, you were doing, you, I mean, <laughs> it was a lot of work what you were doing. I'm not, that is like no shame, but like you were, you know, yeah, you were doing you were making it with comedy, and you know you were doing it. But like, have you ever had like a like a job that you're like, oh fuck this, like I hate going here, like a nine to five uh, or? Yeah, not not really. A, well, I worked at coffee shops for a long time I see uh, in college. I see yeah, coffee shops and kind of uh, the bean. I did all of them. Yeah, coffee. I, I worked at. I I did a long. I did a tour of the the coffee bean, <laughs> Starbucks, Pete's Coffee. I got fired from all of them. Really? I, oh yeah. And um, I would say uh, Pete's, then Coffee Bean, then Starbucks. If we're gonna rank them, to be honest. 
Ah, uh, yeah, oh, that's Starbucks a tough one. A They're all pretty good, to be honest. I I, I like I'm them all. I'm, I'm, I'm not too. Guy. I, I like the you know I, when I was younger, I wanted to go to those indie coffee shops and get all bougie, but. I like corporate coffee, man. Like straight up, just Sc- scumbag. <laughs> apart from well, I, I shout out to Keen Coffee in uh, OC. Keen Coffee oh, is, is amazing. They got, they, got, they, they got they they got hipster though. Killer beans. <laughs> but um, I worked in at coffee shops. I had some odd jobs here and there. Well, yeah, I did like one kind of like warehouse. Like I was like a assistant to like the guy running the warehouse, helping do paperwork and stuff, and. Very briefly, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and I was doing. I was in college up up until when I did started doing stand up, and mm-hmm. I was um, well volunteering in uh, research labs oh, yeah? uh, in in college. Yeah, I was you know pretty involved in I didn't know that. in all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, in, in the uh, psychology department, um, and um, then you know was was working at the coffee shops in the meantime, and uh, then started doing stand up, and then. You know, I had played in bands and stuff growing up, and and I had you know put together shows with my bands. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. here uh, at Fakia Nation Studios, we did in high school. We did band shows with my band, and nice, you know, yeah. would uh, book some other bands from other high schools and stuff. And so I, um, you know, we uh, we put out like uh, our own records and stuff that you know s- sold upwards of fifty copies. You know, um, that's uh, that's double platinum in the streets. <laughs> Yeah, I was always kind of, you know, I I, uh, I was always hustling and, and kind of trying to... Artistic-minded. Huck things out there, yeah. And so um, when I got more focused on comedy, I uh, was... Uh, I kind of just had that skill of, like, running, putting together events and stuff, you know? Oh, it's and, definitely... It's definitely uh, people think it's easy, but it's it's not. It's I mean, it's... You're, you know, you're, and, you're grinded. Yeah, my friends... Uh, you know, I had friends that ran those types of shows and stuff that I learned a lot for, I was lucky to like, you know, almost like an apprentice of. And so I, I had a lot of, and, and I kind of was just at the right place at the right time where there was, there was barely any comedy in Orange County at the time. So I, you know, I knew it kind of knew a thing or two about getting crowds out. And so I had some success with it pretty early on, you know, on a small level, you know, <laughs> at, at just the, the bar show level. I mean, hey, you got to work with what you got. Yeah, and and then uh, from that, kind of leverage that. I mean, I was always good about, like, keeping an email list, talking to people after after the shows, and... Um, oh, that's right. Got, I, got I, into, uh, I got into the clubs from there, you know, doing yeah, shows at, I, uh, at the clubs. I, t- I said this on the, 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 the last episode, but it was... So this was, uh, this was, like, two years ago now, actually. Uh, Bray Improv. I was uh, helping... Uh, this is, like, kind of, like, one of the first times i guess we could like say we hung out or whatever but i was helping promote at the bray improv and we're downtown brea and you had your blue suit on and i didn't really know you that well i didn't really know you that well and uh we're like yeah maybe like half a block from the yeah, club we were handing out tickets for the show yeah and we're half a block from the club we're like oh, i'm starving let's get some let me get some food real quick before we go in and um this this uber pulls up right as we're walking in and these this couple comes out and they go oh are you the cast man <laughs> and you're like uh yeah 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 and they're like dude like fuck yeah like let me get a picture let me get a picture and i literally grabbed their phone and like took a picture of you guys with them and i was like who the hell is this guy like, holy <laughs> shit like jesus like damn like i was Doing almost about, i was almost about to be like jeez buy, buy me buy me buy me dinner uh, this guy's got, this guy's got money well yeah and, and i mean well that was the thing was like i i had a lot of 
success at a, on a very small scale early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, strangely, like like 2013 was like was my year. Like I, I was I had gotten into the clubs. I was just getting started, and it just seemed like oh things oh it's just gonna be you know to the moon from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, had some had some setbacks, had some issues with those the venues with the shows. Mm-hmm. There are always different setbacks, but um, I mean, yeah, 2013 was was really rocking, and then had some setbacks, you know, personal stuff, what at life, life, and um, then uh, yeah, well, 2014, 15, I started, I did, um, because yeah, for a couple of years, I was just running shows, mm-hmm. uh, you know, was getting by, and I mean, I was living in and out of my parents' place, so I, I didn't have like a huge overhead yeah, at the yeah, time, yeah, yeah. like I, I wasn't, I wasn't paying a mortgage, yeah, yeah, you know, and. It's funny because um, people would kind of say, like, like, oh, Cass, man, you're killing it. Like, I, I just want to be where you're at. It's like, um, I don't know. I don't have, I have zero net worth, really. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, I'm just getting by. I'm able to. Hey, it's all it's in the heart, man. <laughs> I'm able to buy a chicken bowl at, at Flame Brawler <laughs> once in a while, but with, with comedy, uh, with run, really with running the shows. But 2014, 15 was a little slower. I, uh, I did, I did um, Uber throughout that time mm-hmm. quite a bit i was mm-hmm. going pretty hard on uber and then uh moved up to la and was doing a lot of uh, a lot of food delivery mm. throughout like 2016 2017 yes on 22 people will save those uh, app based oh app-based yeah uh, yeah I, i'm kind of leaning towards yes on that but i i don't know exactly I, i've heard some compelling arguments for no, both sides it's okay I, I we, uh last episode we got oof the one I'm dropping this week that's coming out last week because you're hearing this now, but uh, oof, we got political. Anyways. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Scott Hall. Shout out Scott Hall. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm open. To, I'm still open to hearing uh, the, the other argument for it, but um, so yeah, so I did, I was always kind of like doing some odd jobs in the background, but uh, yeah. We're I, hustling. I, so basically, basically, the title of this episode is going to be hustling with, uh, with dollar signs. Hustling <laughs> Falk. Um, <laughs> but I will say 20... 2019 it was always up and down but i but stayed steady you know mm-hmm. 2019 started getting a little busier and then the beginning of 2020 was uh was going uh was definitely it was set to be the busiest year mm-hmm. um definitely like and even then i wasn't going to be making 